open your Bibles with me this morning to the 10th chapter of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10. The righteous have always, from the beginning of the world, had a different perspective on life than the wicked. And it's a perspective that we come together into this place to remind ourselves of and to encourage each other to have. And it's a perspective that includes eternity, which alters our view of our present life. And I'd like to read a few passages from Hebrews to you along those lines. Uh, First of all, in the 10th chapter at verse 34. Hebrews 10.34 For ye had compassion of me in my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. My brethren, these people took joyfully the spoiling of their goods, the ruining of their assets, the confiscation of their bank accounts, knowing in themselves that they had in heaven a better and an enduring substance. And we want to compare everything that we experience in life with what is coming for us in heaven. And not to forget that, and not to cast away our confidence of that, because it's the confidence in that that makes us different that gives us a perspective on life that is different and that can cause us to look over, above, and beyond any evil circumstances that arise in this life. The present suffering in this time and in this life is not to be compared to the glory that is going to be revealed in us. And we are headed to that verse today in Romans 8.18, but I want you to see the people of God have had that perspective. That 34th verse tells us that they knew that they had in heaven a better. They had assets waiting for them there as part of their eternal inheritance, better than anything they lost here on earth. And that inheritance there would endure and never be taken away from them, like everything else you have here. Death is going to take it away. The tax man cometh and taketh it away. A a horrible economic situation can take it away. But we have something there, a better and an enduring substance. It's only because you're feeding yourself with the world, you're not reading the Bible, the Spirit of God is rather silenced in your life, that you don't have this perspective. We should encourage ourselves with this this perspective, and that's what our goal is today. In the 11th chapter, at the 24th verse, it tells us, By faith Moses. See, he didn't cast away his confidence. By faith Moses, when he was come to years... Refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. What a privileged position for a slave to be Pharaoh's grandson. He was mighty in word and deed, Stephen told us in his sermon of Acts chapter 7. He was famous in the annals of Egyptian history. But when he became 40 years of age, 
it says he refused. It wasn't good enough to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, and he made a choice. He chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, to be reproached for Jesus Christ's name, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. He was like those in chapter 10, wasn't he? Verse 27, By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. He saw the invisible God by faith. It made every, it made all the difference in his life. And it is that perspective that we want to learn today. It is the theme for today that we want to remind ourselves by Romans 8, 18 and 19 that we have an enduring substance and a better substance in heaven. It is the recompense of reward for us suffering for the cause of Christ now. And this suffering is a light affliction and it's only for a moment. And that eternal glory that is coming is an exceeding weight of eternal glory in comparison to that light affliction. One more. Chapter 12. Chapter 12. Seeing that we have all these in chapter 10 and chapter 11 that have gone before us and are in heaven realizing their reward now, we have these words in the first verse. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. The Lord Jesus Christ saw the joy that was coming in heaven, and it was such joy, and he had such great faith in that coming joy, that he could endure the cross, and he could despise its shame. He despised it. He scoffed at hanging naked in front of his own mother, friends, and the nation as they mocked him as the king of the Jews when he was the king of the Jews. How did he do it? Because he saw the joy that was set before him. Psalm 16 verses 8 through 11 describe that, that he saw the Lord always at his right hand and he saw pleasures forevermore at God's right hand. And he knew that that was going to be worth any short trouble that he had in this life. And he calls us to take up our cross daily. Now, what is your cross daily? Let me tell you about it. Loving your sister? Wow. You really endure a real cross of trial. Praying in public before you eat your meal? Giving up Christmas trees? What's your cross? It's not very significant. We live in a pampered generation. We live pampered Christian lives. But all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And we ought to look for that. But when it comes, and no matter what suffering we endure, we should endure it cheerfully for the joy that is set before us. You say, I'm hurt because I'm not making as much as I used to. My assets have been depleted. 
by the economic situation in our country. I'm afraid of taxation. I'm afraid of the collapse of the U.S. dollar, and I could lose everything that I have. Well, you are a death anyway, and in spite of all that, you have a better and an enduring substance in heaven. I can't preach on Hebrews 10, 11, and 12, though I am tempted right now to take those verses word by word, but I hope that they'll encourage you, and we come together to encourage each other to have this kind of a life view and a view of the future and a view of our things, because they don't matter. In comparison, let us pray. Our Holy Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. O Lord God, our Father, we thank thee that thou hast adopted us to be thy children, and if children, then heirs, heirs of thee and joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the hope of the recompense of reward to be in Your presence. We thank Thee for brothers that have gone before us and sisters who have lost everything, who joyfully took the spoiling of their goods by the Jews and by the Romans because they knew that in heaven They had a better and an enduring substance. Oh, Lord, teach us this perspective this day. That we will not set all our affections and our confidence and the measure of our lives on promotions here when thou hast promoted us to be your own sons and daughters upon our assets here, which shall be all taken from us when we have the riches of heaven and the universe given to us by inheritance, that we will not put our stock in relationships here, whether it be marriage, family, or friends, or even church, but that we will remember that the blessed God of heaven has said, I will be to them a father, and they shall be to me my sons and daughters, and I will never leave them nor forsake them. Heavenly Father, let us see the joy and the pleasures at your right hand forevermore, and let it cause us to endure our daily crosses and to despise the shame of being a Christian in an unchristian world. O Lord, help us to this end. Teach us by the Holy Spirit. Let the Word of God convict us this day. And we will thank Thee. Our Father, we bless and praise Thee, for Thou only art eternal. Thou inhabitest eternity. Thou art from everlasting to everlasting. Our days are so short, and yet their labor is full of strength and sorrow. And we thank Thee that we trust in the everlasting God. And underneath us are the everlasting arms. O Lord, put forth Thy strength and keep us. Our trust is in Thee for time and eternity. Our trust is in Thee for our lives in this world and in the world to come. Forgive us our sins. Receive our thanksgiving for every good thing. Hear our petition for our government, that you will preserve our nation, that we might 
worship Thee acceptably without fear of punishment or persecution. And our children might continue to have such liberties that we have enjoyed. Our Father, we pray for Your kingdom, that You would lengthen it and broaden it and deepen it and strengthen it against all the cavils of the enemy. And that You would bless Your preachers to feed Your congregations with knowledge and understanding. Heavenly Father, we thank You for the testimony of those that have gone before us. We rejoice to know that the spirits of those just men, women, boys, and girls are in heaven with Thee at this hour, and they are waiting for You to bring the judgment upon their enemies that You have promised, and You are waiting for us. And the long-suffering of God waits as it did in the days of Noah. And we pray that we would use to our advantage the privilege of this day. You owe it to none, and you especially do not owe it to us. We have heard too much. We have been convicted too many times to hear more and to be convicted again. But we ask in your mercy that you would yet come to us this day and turn our hearts heavenward and our eyes away from the plane of this world that we would consider heavenly things and that our conversation would be in heaven and that we would set our affection there and that we would lay up treasures in heaven instead of upon earth. Help us to this end. Heavenly Father, these assemblies are according to your due order as far as we understand it. What we do not understand, show us. What we do poorly, show us. And we will do it better. Forgive us for any flesh involved in this spiritual worship. And bless us by your Spirit that our worship will be acceptable in thy sight. We thank thee for the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the high King of heaven. He is our Lord and our Savior and our only hope of eternal redemption. He is our brother and He is our friend. And in Him we trust to see us through this life and into the next. Our Father, in His name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we commit ourselves to Thee. Help us now by Your mighty power as we worship Thee. In Jesus' name. Amen.